Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. We're going to keep going. Listen, it's a fucking cold 45 degrees in Coney Island. It feels like it's 31 and we're not in the sun. It's Sunday. It's a beautiful day. Like I said before, you're probably going to see this. This one's probably going to come out right around Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? So we brought a very special guest. The spirit of Christmas itself. Look, as soon as I say his name, the pigeons start flying around and going crazy. We got Big U, a.k.a. Live Action. In the building, in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Clap it up. Clap it up. Yeah, clap it up. Clap it up. Clap Clap it up, up, baby. Clap it up. You won't see one like me again. That's a fact. Yo, listen. Look at my man limping. (laughs) He want to eat, too. Yo, so you fly pigeons? All my life since I was six years What's, old. Like, like me personally, I hate pigeons. Oh, not pigeons. I just hate birds, bro. What's your What's your attraction to birds? Like, what made you, like, like get into that? They don't talk back to you. You know what I'm saying? So you don't got to argue with them or nothing like that. They give you a sense of comfort. You know what I mean? And when you flying them, it puts you on a different level. You want, like, you're not thinking about the world. It just takes you to another place. Another atmosphere. Yeah, we've been on the road, Atlanta, Cali. This guy's on eBay looking up fucking ankle locks for the birds. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I just, and then, y'all, I just bought, I just caught this ill pack of what? Oh, the fucking ankle monitors for the birds. Uh, I'm like, bro, you got to relax, bro. You know I what I'm saying? my little brother in the pigeon coop back in the days. Yo. <laughs> before, before um Friday, my little brother was like, yo, you really did that shit? People. Yeah. Locked, right? I lied locked to him. him. I said, yo, I dropped the bag of weed. Go grab it for me and bring it out so we can roll it. When he went in, I shut the door and put the lock on it. He was banging on the door. Let me out. I said, nah, you're going to stay in there for a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> How many birds in there? Like two, three hundred. That's mad birds. <laughs> and then he tried to threaten me. He said, oh, I'm going to just start killing them. I said, then you'll stay in there the rest of your life. <laughs> Now, you flew birds with Mike Tyson. Now, your coop is where Mike Tyson's is, like around that same area? All right, so what it is is that 
me and Mike Tyson's uh, ex-bodyguard, we fly pigeons together. Yeah. So whenever Mike Tyson comes to New York. Because your shit is in Brownsville. Yeah, it's in Brownsville. It's in Bed-Stuy, Brownsville, Ocean Hill area. So when Mike Tyson comes to visit in the summertime or whenever he comes, he likes to come on the roof because he don't like to be around, you know. So he'll come up on the roof and he'll chill on the roof, smoke and fly the birds. And nobody bothers him. Nobody wants pictures. None yeah. of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, what's the furthest a bird could fly? 300 miles and come back. And come back. So where's, where's 300 miles from Coney Island? Somebody Google that right now. 300 miles from Coney Island has to be, uh, don't I don't know. Yeah, I might fuck up. 300 miles. They could come from Ohio. Boston is 250 miles. That's nothing miles. for them. So that's four hours. That's nothing Boston. for them. That's driving. Yeah, driving is four hours. So a bird could fly. If you, one of your birds could fly to Boston and come back. They can't fly to Boston and come back. You could take them to Boston, let them out, and then they'll come back. How the fuck do they know how to get back? Because they trained, they homing pigeons. They used to use those pigeons in the wars to relay messages. To you know, when it was in war. So what's the difference from a homing pigeon and a regular pigeon that's just flying right here? The rock pigeon is the, he's the, he's the first pigeon. So from that pigeon, they, you know, they, they, they made other pigeons, but the rock pigeon is, could bear all of this coldness and the freezing and, nah. That's the birds here? Yeah, the birds from the streets. The, we usually call them rat pigeons because they like rats. They eat whatever kind of food you throw in the street. Scavengers. So if you caught a pigeon right now, could you make it into one of your birds? Nah. Because he, it's already, it's already full grown, so it already knows where it comes from. You only, yeah, the only way you could do that is get it from a baby and then train it. Like I had one from a baby and I took it to Massachusetts. It came back because I didn't want to kill it. I took it to Long Island, it came back. I took it to PA, it came back. Oh, you was just trying to let it go? Yeah, just trying to get rid of it, but it just kept coming back. So really? like when I when I wake up in the morning and go to feed my birds, the pigeon will be in there. They have to do security. Oh, oh come on. Yo, next time, put it in the yoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to yoke that old lady up next time. Outside with Gorilla Nims, the only podcast that don't give a fuck about old people, you heard? <laughs> on Listen, Sunday, on Sunday. On Sunday, extra. And a lady. What's, so the, what's the restaurant that closes on Sundays? Chick-fil-A. Chick That's right. <laughs> Forget them too. Alright, yeah, so walk a stool, training a pigeon. Alright, so once you, once you have their house, which would, you'll build, you can build it any size you want. Like mine's on my roof is eight by twenty-four. So I have about five hundred pigeons, me and my friend Dave Malone. Uh you leave them hungry. When you process them, you want them to stay there, you leave them hungry, and uh you let them out. And as long as they're hungry and they see you feeding them, they already know it's like having a dog. The dog knows that you feed him, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be your friend. The pigeon knows that you're feeding them. He's going to be your friend. How do you know which bird is which? Because they all look the fucking same to You got to know. You got to know about pigeons. As you start learning about them, then you know what's what. You'll know a street pigeon from a clean pigeon. Like my pigeons, they don't eat off the street. You won't see them eating off the street because I feed them corn, millet, uh, uh, rice, all mixed in one. A bag of food is $50. So imagine I got to buy 20 bags of feed every Friday. So my pigeons cost about four to five hundred dollars a month to, to, to maintain. Now when that it comes to cleaning, twenty bags at fifty dollars, 
It's like a thousand dollars. Yeah, well, like a thousand dollars worth. Yeah, of but it. he split it with his man, okay. Malone or whatever. Post yeah, Malone. Yeah, Malone. Post Malone. Malone. Post Malone. Yo, look, we with my this podcast. I, I wanted to 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 emphasize. We don't need guests every shit, and the guests that we do have is people I genuinely fuck with, right? So instead of that, I want my squad every week. We have somebody new from the squad. Like you, you might see Hubert. In the Foxy's video with me, or, or or just on the road with me in pictures. I just want my, like my squad is a bunch of fucking stars. You know what I'm saying? You might not know them, but that's what the point of this podcast is to let y'all get familiar with my team and my peoples, so we all can eat. Cause it ain't fun if just I'm eating alone. I want everybody to, that fucks with me to eat and create their own fucking lanes and shit like that. Pop it up for that. No, Pop it up for that. Pop it up for that. We need a bullhorn. Nah, we need DJ Dice. Nah, I like man. He got electric. He got electric motorcycle now. It's over. You never see. Yeah, so we didn't bring you on to to speak about pigeons. We just that's just some interesting shit. Now. It's Sunday, right? So I woke up this morning, like we, we went um last night, uh we went to uh Russell Peters, our homeboy Russell Peters, comedian, shout out to Russell Peters. He had a show at NJ Pack. I went there, um and I had a great night. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the show was hilarious. We went backstage, it was nothing but but legends like Grand Poolbook, um, um Grandmaster Kaz, uh Melly Mel. Fucking um, Lord Finesse Prayer. The, he he's not an old school rat. He's a new one. Lord Finesse was there. Like and it was like after we just was talking it up, chopping it up. That shit was legendary. Yeah, I missed but, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that facts. But um, I told Paz, right? I told Paz to come because a lot of y'all don't know Paz is a stand up comic. You know what I'm saying? And he was killing it on the scene until his wife made him shut down. That's not Instagram. what happened. <laughs> what a motherfucker! But look. He was popping in the com comedy scene, and I told him last night, yo, Paz, come on, come through, you know what I'm saying, so we can get you back working and shit like that, and, and just getting in the mix, um, you know, but he's still not 100%, you know what I'm saying, he still yeah. can't drive himself around, and uh, My he, he ain't he ain't coming, uh, your cervix, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo. <laughs> but yeah, I, I tried to... Busy uh, got the oh. joke, why you got the joke immediately, though? Because he's pussy. <laughs> 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 so look, so... So basically, I had um, I had Paz was supposed to come, and and I want all my people to get into the to the mix. Like, so if I was at a doing a bird show or something, I would tell Hubert to come. Or if I was, you know, um, yeah, come on, man, <laughs> nah, like you said a bird. Where the fuck was at a bird show? Yo, look at look on bird show. I got connect with the I gotta uh, connect with a pigeon convention. Come through, you know what I'm saying? Or or if I was meeting Tommy from Mars. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what I'm saying? I would tell Six to come meet his idol, who he built his <laughs> life around. You know what I'm saying? So I was thinking about it like the... the like, I just had the guests come out of nowhere. Like, not the guests, my co-hosts come out of nowhere. The people don't fucking know. They don't know you as an ex-stand-up comedian. So give them a breakdown about who the fuck you are. What, what, what is your line of work? Or what is your dream? What the fuck did you, do you want to do with life? You know what I'm saying? Like, explain to them. Well, I want to get back on stage. I I'm lucky to be alive right now. I'm just being honest. I had some crazy shit happen to me with the, with the heart. And I had two surgeries. And I survived. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to figure but out. What was your dream before that? 
I just want to take care of my kids and my old lady. Get out of here with that Don't shit. Don't dead ass. We dream. get that. But what is your, what do you No, no, I want to be a comedian. A comedian. I want to be a comedian. I really do. I and, think but I'm no, good but at you it. you were doing it already. So let the people it. know. Tell them your story. Your comedian story. Well, I started with my, my man passed away, Kenny Williamson. He was my manager. Shout out Smash Town Entertainment. And he put me on because we used to be bugging out. He was like, yo, you crazy? You could write some." So I wrote a quick five minute. Five minutes on stage is like four jokes in the ad lib if somebody violate, which is hard to do because you got to slow down your mind. You still got to be sharp, though. So I started doing it. I was fucking up at first. Y'all yeah, did two comedy shows today. I'm gonna let, that shit is way more nerve wracking than me rhyming on stage. That's that, shit. that shit is not... Uh, like, well, making people you don't know laugh. Yo, people make it's it hard, like the bro. good comedians make it look seamless and effortless. That shit is one of the hardest things to do yeah, that I've ever encountered. Especially on stage, like, it's, it's not easy. I, I started out with only, like, seven jokes. Because you got to write, you can't just cook the crowd, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So I had, like, seven jokes. And in case somebody play around, they're going to get violated. Because you can't, you got heckle, but they can't hear you. Yeah. And you got the microphone, you just overpowered them. Now, last night, I saw Russell Peters, the, the, a good 20 minutes of, as soon as he came on stage, was just him interacting with the crowd and him just freestyling and he was killing it. And I went to Andrew Schultz, shout out Andrew Schultz. Um, I went to his show at Radio City and the beginning of his shit, I feel like that's a master comedian's work. Like you can't just, you gotta be years in the game to yeah, do that. Like you could just come out and not have no material and you still make everybody because die laughing. Once you go off topic, you're gonna forget your fucking jokes. Yeah, which facts. is dangerous because you could lose the whole crowd. Facts. Yo, is that, is that shit like battling? What? Like you know, when you battle, you gotta you gotta prepare for the battle, right? But like, it's it's the the stand up comedy shit is um, harder harder because when I'm if I if I'm writing for a battle, like there's some shit that you know for a fact is gonna make the fucking crowd go oh shit. Like I know if I make myself when I'm writing it, if I make myself go oh shit, that's hard myself. Yeah. Then I know when somebody else hears it is gonna be. But when you're writing a joke, you don't know if people are gonna have the same sense of humor as you yeah, you don't know yeah, if it's fact. gonna hit it ain't gonna hit with everybody just yeah, like your, some people can't stand your rhymes and you facts. but some people love you yeah you know what i'm saying facts. so that's the same shit with comedy and that's what i i, I didn't understand at first plus it's timing rhythm yeah, yeah but see yeah. it's different also with music because if it's music they just won't listen to you but if it's comedy and you trash they're gonna g on you, you yeah they're gonna be like oh yo boo get him out of here get the man out of here he's trash Facts. I've been. What's the illest? We'll go down the line. What's the? Ill, I've been to a comedy show. The illest surprise. Y'all all been to comedy shows, right? Yeah, yeah, facts. I went to a comedy show. I think at Gotham Comedy one day, random night. Jerry Seinfeld comes out, does a fucking hour set for a crowd of about thirty people, bro. And and it was just. I mean, he had his notebook out. It was just him practicing for when he does his. I was like, yo, this that is amazing. That happened to me performing at Gotham. Gaffigan, the name is Jim Gaffigan. He he came and he just violated. He was up there for like two hours just talking about steaks and shit. What? Word. And he was killing. And I was like, damn, that shit's so simple. I learned yeah, a lot that night. Cause I was like a computer up there, bang, 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 yeah, 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 ricochet, yeah. right? Like that's it. Like nah, yeah. you got you got to like flow. Yeah, but yeah. it's like quick. Were you already a fan of Seinfeld before you saw him? Big fan of Seinfeld. I think Seinfeld is one of the top five dead of alive greatest shows ever made. I never watched that shit. Yo, 
Nah. I never watched that. I watched the Larry David shit. And Star Wars? Yeah, I never watched Yo, Larry David, you know what you know what they did is? They they just create, from what I've read and heard, they create the story, like, the story, what it's going to be, but they don't have a script. Like, they just have the actors, they go in and just freestyle the whole scene. That shit is funny. That's dangerous. That's dangerous if that's true. What's your top five favorite shows? Top five favorite shows? I don't know. I know Seinfeld's up there. Game of Thrones is a great I show. That. Nah, that's a great show. I Martin probably that. knock all of this shit out. Facts. Yeah, facts. Just, that shit will have you cracking up. All, you can Martin watch it now. Yeah, I, I crack up now. That should be yeah, like on BT. Yeah, Martin is the time. New York Undercover. Yo, you got cable? Because <laughs> that's mad. That was on Channel 5. I know, but yeah. I don't and every show the they had, like they that. had rappers. <laughs> I don't really like the cops. <laughs> Yo, Law and Order, bro. Every Law and Order. Is I don't Lord like them order. either because they don't even order. Yo, <laughs> Yo, Law and Order. If you're watching this, I need to body some. I need to be a criminal on the show. One episode. Oh, or, first forty-eight. First forty-eight. Five. Everybody's snitching. Nah, no, not no, everybody. Like, no. This is how you can tell the killer from the beginning of the episode. It's the person they don't blur his face. Oh shit! He's in jail already. They like, yo, he's in jail. He ain't, he ain't complaining to the network. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We showing his face yeah. when they blur the face. He's like, ah, oh, he didn't. Nah, and then right. twists like Law and Order. Don't don't don't. He's like, oh shit! <laughs> it wasn't him. It was his mom. They be crying. They be like, ah, right, just give me a cigarette and some chicken. <laughs> oh, he about to tell. Oh, give me some McDonald's. Oh, they go outside. I'll just smoke a cigarette. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I get something to eat? But that's yeah, a good yeah, show. Sure. That's facts, a good show. Facts. Facts. So yeah, so I was I was bringing it up. Like like, let's not get on to six. What is your aspiration, dreams, and all of that good shit? I got a lot of shit going on. Like I own a creative content company called the Base Collection. And what so does I that got, do? What do you do with that? So I got like music. Fashion, art, furniture, tech, to, uh, directing, creative directing. Like, you know me for a couple years now, right? And, and you see me do like an art gallery show. Um, I got music that's out. You know what I'm saying? I got clothing brands that I'm helping creative direct. Um, I directed some videos for you. We did a couple videos. Cousins. Um, I'm helping him right now design this store. For Yo, the look, FYL you know they say that um no you know that Drake shit, no new friends, no new friends. I met six probably I don't know, a couple years ago through Mex. Mex was like, Yo, I got some kids I know. I sat with as soon as I met six, I sat with him on a bench and we just talked for like an hour, two hours, and I was like, Yo, this kid got it. And ever since I've met him, he's added value to everything that I bring him into. And some people like that are just, you know, invaluable, you know what I'm saying? Like as as me, this people always want something or, or or have an angle. So when I meet people that are genuinely creative and add value to what I'm doing, man, I keep them around. They want you to win. They want you to win. They want you yeah. to win. Yo, can I say now when Max introduced me to Nems, right? He was like, Yo, I got this dude. He's you know, he's a big deal. He's on the low right now, but he's a big deal. You ever heard of him, Nems, this and that? So I wasn't really familiar to keep it real, you know? So I'm like, all right, whatever, let's link. You know, I'm always, you know, Mex is my man, he's cool. He never brings anybody around that's not valid. Facts. You know that. So I end up linking with Nems, and and literally after that, I'm like, after hearing his story, seeing it, the way he was moving, that was when you was literally, you had the Corolla, 
Not a, the accord, the red accord. accord my yeah, 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 yeah. The, the accord, like love with him, man. Nah, nah. What I was seeing, nah, What I was seeing was this. What I was seeing was this. I said, yo. Uh, I thought it was gonna take a turn. This, this, this dude right here. He's he's hustling, bro. He got it. He got it, right? So I linked with him. Like what he was talking about, sitting on a bench by the park, chilling. I'm like, yo. Like the following that he had when I did my research, I'm watching people that got tattoos of his logo. There's people that I, I posted a picture of people him. Yo, you a nubs? You a nubs? I don't know who he is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, his his following was crazy. Yeah, facts. I always tell him like I I think like when it comes to logos, like who got logos tatted is his logo, Wu Tang, and Dipset. What other uh, logos you see people like? What's your favorite rapper you see people? These people got yeah, I ain't never. I haven't gotten a G on my shit yet. I don't know where so, to put it at. Put it on your butt. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, yo. Look, they was tattooing the shit when I had 20,000 followers. You know what I'm saying? When I had, since since MySpace, I got people in Australia, people in Nebraska. With, nah, with my I mean, face doing that shit when there was no social yo, media. Yo, facts, facts. That's so a fact. Do you think that, like, what what the fuck? Like, I just feel like it can, like, my shit just, I, 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 don't, I don't front, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like, they know that I'm not going to, my brand that I'm not going to do nothing corny. Like, so even if I make some commercial song, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sell out and do it corny. It's going to be commercial, a commercial song on my, how I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? And if it, just like the Bing Bong shit. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Like, we went viral when all that shit happened. I didn't be nobody else yeah. that shit happened me being myself Natural. doing shit that i do all the time so it's gonna like like if i do some some commercialized shit or or it's gonna be on my terms and it's not gonna be corny where i sell out because i have morals values principles where i'm like yo my life my my life is good my shit is set like i don't have to sell my soul or sell my my shit for a couple dollars, cause I already got a couple dollars, you know what I'm saying? And I'm okay if I stayed at this level, the rest at this point, the rest of my life, I'd have a comfortable life and I'd be okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not gonna do no extra shit to maybe get a couple more dollars. I, yeah, I'm hustling. I'm gonna get a couple more dollars, but I'm not gonna do no fucking corny shit and jump out the window for some bullshit. So basically, as you saying is that you make money. Money don't make you. That's a fact. Yeah. So That's send them fact. to me. Yeah, <laughs> let's get into this motherfucking drip check. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we can't drip check because my shit is on on another oh, level. Let's start with Hubert. What, what, what's that drip right there? What are those? Oh, these is my 19, uh, 1994 Charles Barkley. I use them for work. I, I used and abused them. My man came from work too. Don't think my man don't get with it. Too. Oh no, no, no! Nah, I just gotta fair. stay socky. Yeah, I'm right saying. You know what I'm saying? What type of jacket is that? Oh, this right here. This is a Perry Ellis. I just bought this on the block for twenty dollars. That's a good guy. And what, yo, the sweatsuit though, popping. The sweatsuit. I didn't want to wear it. You know what I mean? Because he's one of your arch. You know. Nah, not, 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 not man. Oh, hell no. This is a friend of ours that we. Knew. Yo, your mic, your mic. Oh, this is a friend of ours that we knew. 
Yeah, nah, came, that's Meg. H-Y-O, hold your own. Hold sunset. your own. He came home from doing 26 years. He opened up his own merch store, and he passed away from COVID. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Meg, Sunset store. Park legend, Brooklyn legend. Yeah, real Brooklyn, individual. Brooklyn took a big loss Yeah, there, yeah, bro. nah, Meg was genuine. Put money yeah. in my pocket for sure. A lot of people like, know him. Yeah, nah, Meg was a solid, he solid He made music. Dude. He also was a rapper. And he was just an all-around solid, solid dude. dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. right God, here. These are my pink speculators. It's time for the speculators. It's time for the speculators. Oh, those are those, those, those vintage frames. Nah, these ain't yours. Yours, I got them in the crib in the stash. Okay. Get, you know, the ones you gave me. I got these right here from the Peruian store for $10. From the what store? From the Peruan store right oh, there. Peruvian. The dollar right. store right there. He said the Peruan. I like yeah, the oh, Peruan. the Yeah, these are the Peruvians. <laughs> you know what I mean? These are ten dollars. These are uh, nine ninety nine special. So your whole fit would be under a hundred dollars automatically, all the time. <laughs> I don't gotta pop and shine for nobody. Facts. You, either you take me the way I am, or keep it pushing. Facts. Let's there we go. go. Yo, busy. Put it under. The GoFundMe we starting. <laughs> yeah, you can do a GoFundMe for me. Right here, just, put it right here, man. I'm, I'm glad I'm here talking right now because two days ago I just totaled my car in a car accident on 78. Yeah, I seen that, bro. And it was really bad. I came out, you know, I guess God was on my side. He said, you'll be all right, but you'll have to walk for a few days. <laughs> and I said, all right, no problem. I'm going to put on my Barclays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I should have left my Barclays up in there with the car, but. You claimed you know, them on the insurance. Yeah, yeah, I got to claim those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, you know it's all good. Yo, so six, what's this drip? Let's start with the shoes. What are those? Wow, you look those pretty. are his wife's specials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You look Bernard Wilhelms. Are they for men? Sometimes. <laughs> they call the Himalayas. I'm just as alright though. I you like fuck shit like that. Yeah. Nah, nah, I'm just alright. Right. And then the rest of the drip, they make know, them for men. It's got some sweats <laughs> on and shit, you know. Okay. Yeah. What's that jacket? The jacket. That's his well old shit. Yeah, that's my grandfather's shit. Grandfather yeah, shit. He makes soap out with that shit on. That's not like um, old no, spice. No, old double spice. RL vintage. You know, Ooh, my grandfather's quick shit. flex. Okay. You know? What you got on, Pos? I got on some Bo Jacksons. But these ain't the ones that just came out. I have bought them like three, four years before. I paid a grip for the ones. Okay. X. And I got some Haran Preston Damn, pants. Yo, you stuff. love Haran Preston. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why. Sanitation. Yeah, he did a show. No, no, no. We don't get respect to sanitation workers, and we pick all that shit up. And Facts. And um, Haran Preston is a designer, and he ain't go to NYPD like everybody does in FDNY. He did a fucking show with sanitation workers with our garb, and that shit was, and I was like, you know what? I like this kid. So ever since then, I've just been copping his shit. You know what I'm saying? And his shit is fire. Yeah, facts. Yeah, and I got facts. the hoodie on and the... um. The jacket. Jean jacket. Look it up. This shit not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's, it's just got smacked. What the fuck was that? Oh, so oh. I definitely, if it's not smack? cheap, I'm definitely not looking it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm Yo. looking up for yeah, shit that's facts. cheap. Yeah. And I got the fair dog. I want $50 $1. sneakers. Yeah, yeah, facts. $50 sweatsuits. Yo, heaven pressing on the low. Like, um, well, well, not even heaven pressing. Sanitation. The last couple weeks I've been shitting on the, the chief. He was wild pussy, but... The bottom of the line is, shout out to the whole Department of Sanitation, because like Pa said, they don't get the, the shine or recognition. Like, this city would go under if it wasn't for the Department it's of Sanitation. It's true. It's like diseases we get rid of. Like, really think about it. Imagine we left all that garbage, because we can't go on strike. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, facts. And, uh, what, what happens if y'all go on strike? You could get, everybody get fired. 
It's like in our contract. Yeah. Because they did the strike in like the 70s or some shit. And the city was just like overrun with rats and garbage. You can look it up. So they made a new contract and every time that's one of the stipulations. And like, besides the garbage pickup, which is ill alone, yeah, the facts. snow cleanup. The snow. Facts. Like when the city is under siege with the snow, it is... Yeah, bro, nah, you can't move with locked it. In. These streets would not be, you wouldn't be able to move at all, bro. This would be like a fucking the only thing world I country. would say, though, they kind of stingy with the salt. Nah, but that salt, salt is special salt where street. it'll fuck up the concrete and it'll fuck up homeowners' concrete. It's not like the regular salt they sell at Home Depot. It's like some specialized salt yeah, that... Yeah, fact, but it destroys the street. Yeah, though, it, really it, it kills shit. It's you know what I'm get the little chlorine, the little salt tablets. Yeah, being fact, it doesn't snow anywhere like over here, though. That's why they do that. They, they spend top dollar on that shit. Yeah, facts. It's different. If it's a different type of salt. And then with the drip check with me, let's see. Let's start with the... The Trophy Room 7s, like I said, 7s, my favorite Jordans. I just like, they look good with everything. With shorts, with fucking sweatpants, with jeans. These are the Trophy Room 7s. Shout out to Manhattan Souls. Um, they've been uh, keeping me fresh. Yo, um, <laughs> yo, the detail in these is crazy. They got the Michael Jordan signature on the side, the back. They got the gold shit going on. I just like shit like, if you just look at these, you won't notice the details with me wearing them. Today when I was lacing them up, I was like, these shits is fire. Like the details is crazy. they really Michael crazy. Jordan signature. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There you go. Man, Mike don't write like that. They keep fabricated. <laughs> then we got the, we got the ALD sweatpants. Um, uh, me, Leon, Dore, you know what I'm saying? I did the face for their campaign um, earlier this year. We got the classic, you know, um, calm the fuck down, SSUR hoodie. I was searching for a red hoodie today. It was at the bottom of the pile in my closet. And I was like, yo, this is some old school shit, vintage. And I was like, let me throw that on. Shout out to SSUR. He's from Coney Island. Um, he's kind of the big inspiration for me designing and doing the FYL brand. Because um, he was doing it. Like way before, when I was skinny, I had, you know, I was a DC shoe company before. Yeah, yeah. They used to send me everything, you know, sneakers, everything. And they sent me this pair of sneakers one time that had on the bottom of it, it was clear, but it had the whole Coney Island. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? Like, how did, how did they do? And there was a collab they did with SSUR. And ever since that moment, I was like, yo, I got to do a collab with him. I got to get to know him. And when I finally met him, he's from Coney Island and, uh, and, and, He's one of the, the, the OGs and godfathers of the streetwear culture. And uh, I wound up doing a collab with him. We did the Coney Island, this shit. That was one of my first collabs. And, and just big up to SSUR. That brand is still popping. It's out there. They got stores in Odessa, Shanghai, LA, New York, and, and, and everything. Five. And um, the jacket, we got the motherfucking Gorilla Twins special. Shout out to Ill Bill. Gorilla Twins, we made this jacket special when we dropped the album. And then uh, we got the FYL Yankee hat from a naked eye. It looks like a Yankee hat, but if you look closer, it says FYL, fuck your life. And instead of the World Series patch, we got the, the Street Champs patch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Villainous. And that's the drip check. You know what I'm saying? Um, this morning, I want to get into this because, like, I was thinking about it. Come on, Pop. Asshole. We wore a shot. Nah, but if we just got up and smacked the shit out of him, it would have been an issue, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Calling nine one one. They would have had video of the shit. You know what I'm yo, Raj, what happened there? The cops would have been like, yo, hand over Where? the video. Where? Where? The guy that just walked through. I was in the store. 
Oh, oh break line. Yeah. 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 You taking a break? He's oh, eating the noodles and noodles. Yo, morning, morning, um, rituals. Like I thought about that this morning because it was Sunday. Um, what, what are you, what are you guys? Well, I woke up this morning, and I try to every morning when I wake up, because as soon as I wake up, my mind is one of the only times when my mind is like going crazy. My Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm, I'm, I'm not an overthinker. I'm like a, a underthinker. I just be like, man, fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. So I, 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 I tend to not really overthink. But in the mornings, it could be very easy in the first five to ten minutes that I could fuck up my whole day. <laughs> because as soon as I wake up, I'm thinking, all right, what do I got to do today? Uh, what happened last night? What, uh, who's, who, what, what problems do I have? You no, know, so instead of me just thinking automatically negative, because I'm a negative thinker about every situation, my first thoughts are always negative for some reason. Um, I try to sit back the first five minutes when I wake up and give, and do like a mental gratitude list every morning when I wake up, like just, so I start the day being grateful instead of being negative so i wake up some mornings it's, it's sometimes it's just simple like i stare at the ceiling like y'all i'm grateful to be alive i'm grateful to be waking up in my own home instead of a fucking cell you know what i'm saying i'm grateful That's to lit, nigga. it could be small thing i'm grateful to be not have a cold you know what i'm saying with the, all the cold come i'm grateful to not be fucking have the six <laughs> the six epidemic cold you know what i'm saying Patient zero i'm here. grateful to fucking <laughs> To have a fucking Keurig machine where I can fucking press a button and coffee, and, you know, it could be from the simplest things to the to to the biggest things. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful, you know. But I try to start my mornings like that before I open my phone, before I do anything, just to start the day on like some positive shit. That's fly. Do you guys have morning ritual? Or you just Hell get up yeah. like pause, go down the line, pause. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, not to sound like I keep talking about it, but I ain't appreciate nothing. Until what happened to me happened to me, and now I, I do the same thing. But you doing that without n no scare, so that's I mean, dope too. Bro, I had a scare. I was a fucking. Really? I used to wake up in staircases. I woke up in jails, not rem remembering how I got I, there. I'm not saying you no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm not yeah, saying you're yeah, saying yeah. not bad, but like I look at this. These last, I've been clean 13 years now, but I, I still keep it green and upfront how fucked up I really was and, and and people that knew me back then also like Pee Wee fans is also yeah, like yeah, yeah. yo Nems I'm proud of you every time he sees me even though it's this many years he's like yo a lot of people don't beat being a heroin addict you know what I'm saying some people never get over that you know what I'm saying so so I'm I, That's right. I keep it I keep it up front so so I never have to repeat that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's an addiction to everything. Everything. Every, yeah, absolutely. So that, everybody got demons so, and shit. So you, but, um, yeah, I, I get up every morning, I'm thankful, but I get up early because I can't really sleep. Like, this shit, like, really fucked me up. And uh, I just start making breakfast and put music on. I know my kids and my old lady probably hate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm making sure y'all going to be on time and get the fuck out this crib because now I'm alone all day. Facts. So if I get them breakfast going, some orange juice, get the fuck out, coffee, <laughs> and then I'm in the crib alone. That's like my daily routine. There you go. You got a daily routine, you? Oh, me? I just grateful that I wake up and I can brush my teeth, man. There you go. It. Six? My routine is type crazy. I'm not going to yeah, lie. You got twins. Yeah, yeah I so. Have, I got twins too. I mean, I'm like, I'm a morning, not about you. 
<laughs> we got you already. You could have said it. You didn't and say it. You said it. You said it. Yo, you, yo, you woke up already. Bro. You said let it. Up. Let me wake up. Yo, let me wake up. Get up, so six. I wake, yo, I wake up wild early. I wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, 4.30 every day. Just because I like to wake up early. I go to sleep kind of late, but I like to wake up early no matter what. Like, um, And I wake up with wild energy. Like I wake up active. I don't, I'm not sleeping. So you're a morning person? Yeah. Like I wake up positive, energy. I throw music on. I'm ready to like. I'm ready to get lit. I take a cold shower though. Really? Every morning. Every yeah. morning. Every this morning. Is my man drinks every yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm on a monster. <laughs> every morning I wake up. I take a cold shower. Like uh, I read something one time. Like that the is crying game. <laughs> <laughs> like Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but uh. I started doing like cryotherapy one time, like where they throw you in that chamber and it yeah. gets like like negative three hundred degrees. That shit's like the coldest you've ever been in your life, no matter what. Like you you only in there for three minutes. They say Colder that it now? yeah nah freezing bro. Nah they say yeah that, nah it sparks up like your skin cells. It does yeah, all nah. types of shit. Yeah, what happens is the it's first minute the first minute that you're doing it, your body thinks that you're going into like hypothermia. So for the first minute you're in there, you're like yeah, I'm I'm fucking freezing right. By the second minute, like the first minute, you're shivering the whole time. You're shivering. By the second minute, your body stops shivering. Because it's basically like, all right, he's going to die. It's negative 300. And by, by the third minute, which is the craziest part of it all, like, I don't care how cold you are, like, how you think, oh, I was outside in the cold, I work in sanitation. Bro, you've never been that cold in your life. I'm getting the fuck out. You, in that third minute, you're like, Yo, how much time I got? 20 seconds. How much time I got? 18 seconds. I'm talking about like it's what ridiculous. Do you feel good after? And what happens is, is that at that point, at the third minute, your body thinks that you're you're gonna you're gonna die. So it starts to send blood to all your vital organs, like your heart, your your, your brain, everything. Can yeah, you die? Yeah. Can you? Yeah, if you go in there for four minutes, you're straight Why up die. Why would you even do that? Like a specialist got to do. But now what happens is, is, it revitalizes <laughs> all your like your all organs. your organs, your muscles, your tissues. You don't feel sore. So the dude that was doing it, the doctor that was doing it for me, I was doing it like once a week. And he was just like, yo, if you take a cold shower every morning, you are like awake, alert. Your body feels great. You don't feel sore, everything. So I do that every morning. But other than that, like I got twins. So like waking up with kids is different. Like two, uh, my kids are two right now. So it's like, uh, I know, I know Nems always say that I don't got a job, but the situation is like, uh, I look at life like this. Like if you work a nine to five, seven to three whatever you work i respect it i respect everybody's hustle but like the time the i, I look at jobs and shit like that is like that's what somebody else is paying you for you to do their dream yeah facts like how, how much are you making a week for to go chase somebody else's dream facts you dig and look at how much valuable shit you miss like i never really cared about it like i had you know uh uh iron working like building skyscrapers and shit. You can make $180,000, good money. You making good money. You doing something that's reputable. Everybody respects it. Every skyscraper in the city we, we put up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same oh, time... Oh, you one of those. I built that building. Yeah. Nah, but it's Come true. Right Every, look, everybody says that, right? But what happens is we walk past these buildings and it's like, yo, we really built those shits. Like, we really built these skyscrapers, the World Trade Center, this, that, and the third. That shit is like something that you proud of. Like when you walk past the street, you don't see like cans and shit. You're like, yo, I clean this block. Nah, I don't know fuck about that. I definitely did that shit. I'm like, yo, get the street sweeps of pasta coming in. I can eat off this street. I can eat off this street. Now niggas do call me for a lot of favors, though. Yeah. But the shit is, though, when when I'm in the crib, 
when I'm, if you're an entrepreneur, you're chasing your dreams or you got all of these endeavors that you're willing to put that risk, you know, put that money into yourself and shit like that. I wake up, I look at my kids every morning. My kids wake up, I look at them every morning. Like, that shit is priceless. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be able to drop my kids off, do what I want. You know what I'm saying? So, so you jumping in the water with the polar bears this year? I'm going to have to. Yeah, we jumping in. All right, so right now we got, I'm jumping in, Busy's jumping in. Six just confirmed he's jumping in. Pass. I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. No, You're going to walk in. No, I'm going to walk in. Yeah, it's fast. With your wife holding your hand, just in case. Damn, why somebody got a whole bunch of Yeah, we got the floaties on them. Yeah, we got the floaties on them. The little arm ones. We put the little arm floaties on them. We're going to do an episode sitting in the water. Yo. Yo, how long? The little baby dicks. Yo, how long? Yeah, he just froze up. Yo, look. be on the water. That shit is crazy. Yeah, bro. Shit is like a turtle shell. Yo, how, yeah. how long could you chill in the water? Like realistically, if you if you had to, like yeah, on that day. Niggas, nah, people. The polar bears that the the ones that are really in the club, they use bro, they swim in that wow. shit. They stay in there for nah. like five ten minutes. Nah, that's crazy. That shit's like that chamber. I'm nah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nah, but they say it doesn't get as cold. That shit is negative three hundred. Yeah, you can't get as cold as that. Nah, but negative three hundred is crazy. Yo, you jumping in with us? Hell's no. Why? Why not? I ain't got shit to prove to nobody. <laughs> You're not proving nothing. <laughs> I ain't proving shit to so me. Throw one of your pigeons in. Nah, fuck that. They gonna fly over. They ain't gonna go in that shit. Nah, if he take, bro, he holds them in his hand. Go like that. Pong. I ain't doing that shit to my Hunt bird. The fuck out of here. <laughs> you, do, you throwing up Brian's back? <laughs> yeah, that's because he tried to jerk me for a hundred dollars. Hey, yo! Hey, hey yo! Nah, that's on some fruit pie shit today. Yo, uh, matter of fact, let's go into that. Listen, show we gonna. I'm gonna send you the video so you can put it on the, this episode. This was we spoke about. I think the last podcast time, but there was a viral clip before the Bing Bong, before any of that. There was a clip from right here, actually this spot right here, and that store right there, where. The clip just starts with a guy on the floor taking his shirt off, and then the pigeon flies out of his shirt. Oh. And everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? It was on Sports Center. It was everywhere. Right. <laughs> the story is, Hubert is the reason that that happened. He hurt his legs. So there's a guy over here. His name is Brian. Um, he looks... Yo, you are nuts, fucked up, but he's not. Yeah, I felt yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah. I felt bad. He's not. Everybody was like, why you did that to that guy? Bro, he's a regular guy. He's a ball breaker. He just... he. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. He he he's obnoxious and jokes on you when he don't have to. And like he he welcomes the abuse, right? So I wasn't I wasn't here that day. So take it from there. What happened was I caught a <laughs> I caught a bird on the street and the like guy randomly flew. Yeah, I just grabbed it and the guy was like, Nah, you can't do that again. I said, Yeah, I could do it again. So he said, I bet you a hundred dollars you can't. So I did it. So I said, where's Another my... Another bird flew down, you did it? Yeah, I grabbed it. I caught it. I said, so where's my $100? He's like, get the fuck out of here. So I put it under his shirt. He tried to run. So I put it under his shirt. And from there, he collapsed on the floor. Yeah, so from I that point, when he threw it under his shirt, he starts running and flailing. Ah! Yo, ah, it's biting good. me! It's biting me! It's biting me! <laughs> now, right there to the store is a little ramp. So instead of him 
he trips on the ramp and falls down. Uh, boom. Right? And then he's, ah, he's still, it's biting me, it's biting me. <laughs> and that's when the video starts. He's taking off his shirt and the pigeon just flies out. That shit looked like it came out of his ass. Yeah, the you, hear God, you hear the the block like, what the fuck? Oh, it's his ass. It ain't his ass. Yo, let me ask you a question. Was the pigeon biting him? No. <laughs> he wasn't biting him. They don't bite. So how would the pigeon defend himself? <laughs> they don't bite. It probably was the pigeon was trying to get out of his, his shirt. So, you know, he's, he's, he's fussing and fighting. But the dude is just scrambling and he fell on the floor. I thought I broke both his kneecaps. I was scared. I was like, yo, I'm going to take you to the hospital. Don't call the cops. All types of shit. And then from there, you know, That's he... funny. The fucking pigeon flew out his sweater and everybody started videoing that shit him. Was the insane, shit went wild. That shit was on Sports Center, bro. Yeah, I felt, yeah, I <laughs> felt bad, right. though. I thought I, you know, I thought I broke both his That shit fucked my head up. I'm in the crib thin, isn't it? I'm like, that's Brian? Nigga <laughs> 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 said a pigeon came out of his ass on Sports Yeah, because his ass crack is showing because he was going <laughs> yeah, all crazy. Yeah, yeah. His pants was falling off. He just <laughs> went bananas. I was like, yo, what the fuck? That's comedy, bro. Yo, what? So how many years you did in jail, you? Enough. That's a good answer. From, from what Nine age? years. Nine years in the 90s? Yeah, from 89 to 98. From 89 to 98, that's when, that could be the realest stretch in, you know, our generation of, because after the 90s, they, they created product, but during that time is when the Bloods came out, when fucking, there was all types of gangs. Nah, but it wasn't no gangs back then. Back then, it was boroughs. So okay. they like this house would be Brooklyn, this house would be the Bronx, this house would be the Queens. And if you didn't regulate, and you was from Brooklyn, you couldn't go in those houses. Where were you locked up at? C seventy four. When you first no, but what about up north? Island. Up north is that's when I first seen the gangs and shit like that. Like when you go to the yard, you'll see five hundred Spanish motherfuckers. Huh? Elmira, any of those? All of them shit. Everywhere you went. Green, Kasaki. Like, I see 500 Spanish motherfuckers in one corner, and, and, and you'll see, like, uh, 500 guard bodies, and you'll see 500. Yeah, because, look, when, I, when you go to California, and I talk to guys that have been to jail out there, it's like California is more... Different. Racial. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm like, I can't get locked up in California, because... We'll be cooked, because yeah. you'll have to join a set, and if you don't, because it's, they have in California, from what I hear, I've never been, they have blacks, they have the northern Mexicans, that's like from Mexico. They southern. Have the southern, or, you know, I'm, I might be fucking it up, the guys that were Mexican but born in America. Um, but then they have the whites, which automatically is like Aryan nation, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's basically it. Or from, from what I know, I'm not, you know, don't quote me on this, but I look at it like, yo, if I go in, I look white. You know what I'm saying? I identify mostly. I'm Puerto Rican and Irish. Never denied none of that. I'm more closer with my Puerto Rican side. I don't speak Spanish, but like if 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 they was like, yo, you gotta identify as one, it probably would be Puerto Rican because my father died when I was four. You know, my mother's and you Puerto still Rican. Fuck. Yeah. So what am I gonna do? I'm Whoa. not. Jo I can't join the Mexicans because I don't speak Spanish. And you're not Mexican. And I'm. I can't join the whites 
because I'm not white power, I'm not Aryan nation. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? You just gotta chill, yeah. You probably just be washing motherfuckers' clothes for your whole day. <laughs> never, never. It's like, so, yo, fuck it, I'm gonna just do so my no, bed. You gotta interesting. <laughs> gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, I'm gonna survive, though. They ain't stabbed me yet. Hey, I got your socks. <laughs> you know why he raped me? Fuck it. Did you start fucking with birds before or after prison? What was that? Did you start fucking with birds before? I've been flying birds since I was six years old. You ever had sex with a bird? Come on, is you stupid? <laughs> That's a yes? Yeah, I was fucking them by the feathers. Of course not. The fuck is wrong nah, with you? Nah, tell man? us. Nah, the, the jail shit I, I brought that up is because you have an interesting story about the Asian guy. Your homeboy. I love that story. Like that they was holding it down in there. Oh, the Chinese, the Chinese, yeah. yeah, yeah Good yeah. friend of mine. Small smaller than me. He's about I told you. Yeah, he's I'm 5'8. So he's about 5'5, five, 5'4. Five, five, and it was about 15 Chinese guys from, you know, Red Dragons or whatever the fuck they From like they Chinatown. From Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. And they all was in one unit. And they ran one of them phones. They ran it. So if you wasn't Chinese. You couldn't use their phone. <laughs> and there's only two phones in each house. And there's, yeah, two phones in each house. And there was two of them, and everybody probably know about this, that they whipped the whole riot squad's ass. So that's what I'm, because I'll be like, I think about them like, yo, the Asian guys, the Chinese guys, like, they probably ill in jail because they know fucking, not, you know, not stereotypically, but I asked you, but I was like, yo, so they knew karate and all that? He was like, True, yeah. I thought that shit was all like flu gazy. But them motherfuckers know that shit. So nobody wants, so they, they was, they ain't want no smoke with them. With nobody, None. nobody in the houses. Nobody wanted no smoke with them. And, and did you actually see them wash people up? Big time. <laughs> Big time. That's crazy. And that was your man that you told The me? little one was my man. And he was the head of them? Yeah, he, yo, he, yo, he yo, was yo, the head yo, of them. Gonna, you know and when he tell them, up. whatever he tell them to do, they would do it. So, like, if, if they was in the yard up north and they had a problem with a Puerto Rican dude and the Puerto Rican dude was working out, the little one would go to them and be like, all right, take care of him. And, and why was cool with him? working you out? You got cool with them? What? I was real cool Why did with they, them. like, you told me this, why did they wind up like, how did you wind up striking a friendship? If because at the time, one of my mans from the Bronx, he gave me the nickname Shorty Wu. So, because Wu's rhyme closer to, you know, a Chinese name like Mr. Wu's Restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit like that. <laughs> so, I became cool with the little one. So me and him, he like, ah, fuck you. So we be cool like that. And, you know, he wound up doing like 8 to 16. Yeah. So we, we like, from Rikers Island, I bumped into him up north and shit like that. So we always was cool. He always with my man. When I came out the box, them motherfuckers cook Chinese food up north. <laughs> so if you want shrimp fried rice and all of that shit, they would chef that shit up with hot pots. And you'll oh, have yeah. beef and broccoli, whatever the fuck you like to eat from the Chinese restaurant, they will whip that shit up. <laughs> Word. That's crazy. So they was, they was like that. And then I wanted to learn like some Chinese shit. So he gave me some papers like with the English word yeah. and the Chinese word. but The translation? Yeah, the translation. But I studied that shit for my like two, three minutes because I said, I don't know what the fuck the Chinese <laughs> word. I couldn't pronounce the motherfuckers. Facts. So I was like, oh man, fuck this shit. Take your paper back, man. So they basically saved you in jail. I really never had no problems, you know what I mean? Cause everybody showed me love, cause I make motherfuckers worst day, you know, be bright in there. Cause I was always like joking around, never took shit like, and I make motherfuckers laugh all day. So I always was cool with motherfuckers. Cause you can't sit up in jail miserable. Yo, how about when we went, when you came yeah. home, we went, when you came home and we went to the beach. Oh yeah, tell them, <laughs> tell them, Paz. Yo, we, um, I don't even know why we bought two six packs. 
I ain't even it? drink or smoke. Yeah, I just came home. It was like 98. 99 Facts. And um, we go to the beach. It was like 200 degrees that day, too. And we didn't even buy juice, water, no. We bought two six-packs of Corona. And went up to the beach. All we had was our towels. Son, we got twisted. We just started slamming everybody in the water. Dead <laughs> ass, so right? We, so we grabbed, you know, not to be, don't take this no wrong way. We grabbed the white girl. She was laying down, catching its head. This was in 99, before all this Me Too and the other. Yeah, oh, all that. Oh, the yeah, deal, you know, dude, I want to scoop them up, right? You I love all races. You turn the light off and we all want color. Yeah, so fact. we grabbed the white girl by the legs and the hands, me and Paz. So I said, on the count of three, we're going to swing her and throw her in. So when I said two... Paz let her hand go. Uh, we threw her in the water right she from felt like face. Right there, we thought we, we thought we broke her neck because her face ain't. <laughs> we was like, oh shit! It's like she landed all awkward. I'm calling my mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> she had mad. She had mad. I said, yo, Paz, let's get the fuck off the beach. We grabbed our towels and left. <laughs> Facts. Grabbed the big dude. We think, yo, your nigga don't play. All right. Yo, said, yo, you watch out. Everybody, everybody, nigga. Oh, like, yo, my phone. <laughs> it was too late, nigga. Yeah, Shut up. Right? Oh, she got a coat. He has something. Yeah, something. Nah. Yo, the Monster Energy drink. Man. If your shit don't get up at night, <laughs> drink a can of this. You might get through. <laughs> if you wake up on some lazy shit. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Drink a can of this. You're going to get through. Yo, if you drink Red Bull, you pussy. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And if you drink them little five-hour joints, you super pussy. <laughs> Yo, soup. shout out to Revolt, the only people that put fucking money in our pockets to make a fucking podcast. Revolt, what's up, baby? Eh, eh. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, and you also drove trucks. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Eh, eh. <laughs> eh, How long eh. you drove trucks? Eight years. That shit was annoying. <laughs> you had the shit where you sleep in it? Nah, hells no. You didn't have the trucks where you sleep in it? Hells no, I wasn't trying to sleep in that oh, shit. I got my own fire, crib. Bro. I, yo, for some reason, nah, with, but yo, see, with my own crib, sometimes I pass trucks pulled on the side, like when we take road trips, and I'm like, that must be nice. You have your own bed, TV in the back. You could pull over any time, take yeah, a nap. Truck stops see, but that's good, for pe- that's good for people that don't have kids. That don't have a wife that gotta do rollovers. You know, like a person like you, you don't have no kids, you're not married, so you could do that. Yeah, yeah, facts. But if you got kids and all of that shit, you can't just be driving away for two weeks and yeah. leaving your wife with all them headaches. They don't wanna hear Leave that. Your shit. wife with all that bing bong. Yeah. All of that. She ain't even trying to big ball. She's brought your three, four kids you done laid up on. <laughs> Yo, but they be having like like 
scavengers at the rest stops, right? Oh, hells yeah, they pick up prostitutes like crazy. That should be nuts. That's they regular. Yo, we went to Atlanta and drove back. I was like, yo, I gotta take a shit. Pull over. It's coming out right in a turtle head. Turtle head. Oh, shit. <laughs> we pulled over. Whenever we pulled over, it was the most fucking beautiful and clean fucking place I ever... It was just for fucking... A rest stop? For truck drivers. The only, yo, the bathrooms were clean. They were like... Like, it was the most immaculate shit. And then I started seeing truck drivers would walk in with a towel, like, ready to take a shower in there. Like, they really have, like, some, some ill places, like, for Oh, like a locker room, room type of shit? Nah, not like, I, I like guess, a, I don't like, know. A, like a shower room. Yeah, 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 yeah facts. They caught you in there, shower room? It's like, yo, you don't drive trucks. Why you shitting on my toes? Yeah. Oh, I ain't even know. I thought this was Wawa's. <laughs> Yo, I always take shits in the handicap store, though. Oh, my. Yo, son, edit that, too, man. Yo, he the only, yo, he the only motherfucker I know that piss in the store. Not like bad. You know, like the... Yeah. Sometimes. All the time. <laughs> yo, 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 I got to take a piss. Nah, I'm doing the store. You know why? Because if there's, if there's a bunch of stalls and say there's a guy here and a guy here, bro, I'm pissing in the thing. I don't want to stand next to another man. And while he takes a piss, yeah, there's the a fucking, there's a partition. I don't give a fuck what there's there a is, bro. In the I city. don't give a fuck what there is. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's a nice like, Rolex. Oh, that little nigga got a marang. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nigga, turn around, be like, he don't want to do it because that nigga got a pussy belly and shit go boom. He's a liability. A nigga could be like, yo, that's Nems. Yo, facts. Yeah, bro. Let me see. Is that a new Rolex? Yo, that's Nems. Oh, shit. Yeah, they be spotting. Even fans, he be taking a piss at the store, be like, can I get an autograph, motherfucker? Damn, how I'ma do it? I'm holding my joint. Yeah. Yo, that's happened a couple times in the bathroom. People are asking for pictures. Like, oh, yeah. Gotta chill the fuck out. Like, I never really deny people for pictures because, like, yo, this is what I worked for. Like, you know what I'm saying? To, to get to this point. So I don't deny them, but I'll be like, bro, seriously? Like, you're going to walk out with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can just wait till I get out. Let me. They don't even let him wash his hand. They be like, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'll give him a pound of that. What's up, my guy? What's going on? <laughs> Smell that. What up, man? You ever took a shit in the pool or water? Who? Like you, motherfucker, I'm talking to you. Yeah, mad time. What? <laughs> What's up with yeah, that? Coney Island. Bay. That's a Coney Island? In the bank story when nah, you see the shit in the pool. What? In the pool. In the beach. Yeah. Shit, one time I was, we was walking near the bay and I, I couldn't get to my crib. It was, you know, it was fall. Yeah. Right. So I said, damn, I got to take a shit. One time I took a <laughs> shit and I dove in the water with my, my underwears on, took a shit, got out, put my clothes back on. And then one time and the water was too cold. And I shit it like in the bushes, you know, in the bay. And then yeah. I just buried this shit with sand. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and you know how you wipe your ass? With, with a brown paper bag, you know, like with people with the bags. Nah, you ain't wipe your ass. Yeah, I wipe right. my ass with a brown paper well, bag. Well, the sock. Take the sock off. Nah, I ain't wow. doing that. No, that's a hack. That's a hack. That's a hack. That's two socks. You be so hold on, let me tell the story. You shit yeah. the shit in the water, whatever. Oh, and I took a shit in the water, got out, put my, my clothes back on. But then another time, we was throwing rocks in the bay and it was cold. And I had to take a shit. So, you know, towards the back near Seagate, they got like them things. Yeah, I yeah. went over there. <laughs> but I had already found a brown paper bag. I'm holding the shit in my hand and I'm like, my man is like, yo, hurry up, son. I'm like, yo, chill, chill. It was so <laughs> so I'm, you know what I mean? I, I'm, it was somebody with you? I wiped my ass with the brown bag. I might have not caught all of it. Fuck it. It is what it is. <laughs> Pull my shit up. Yo, come on. Let's throw some more rocks. When we was young, you had to make the rock. Yeah, you know yeah, how you throw the rock crazy. and make it. You make this shit slide on the water and make tell, it stick. Tell, tell them how you and Cooch um, almost died going across the... um. All across the bay, one time the shit was frozen, so it's like 20 of us, we all young and shit, yelling, ah, we throwing big rocks on the ice to see if it break. 
So the shit didn't break. So I tell my man, I say, yo, let's walk across that shit so we'll be the only niggas in Coney Island that ever did something like crazy. <laughs> Shout out my man, Coop. <laughs> Shout out my man, Coop. So he said, all right, come on. So we walk across to the other side. So all our other homeboys like, yo, we telling your mom. Yo, we telling <laughs> So when we start walking back, the ice start cracking. Oh, shit. I thought I shitted on myself. I said, yo, let's run. We started running on the ice. <laughs> they cracked? Nah, they, it cracked where it was back then. But now nah, we made it all the way back across. My sister and them was waiting there because somebody went and told my sister. Yeah. Word of mother, my sister over there smacked me the fuck around like she my mother. <laughs> Word You lucky Margie didn't get you. She'd have beat the shit out of so you. So, six, you never took a shit in the pool? Nah, never. Or the water? Nah. That nigga never got in the pool before. Nah, I took nah. a shit in the pool in Puerto Rico. Damn, you fat. Huh? You went to the Eli. So I was like damn, 11, man. 12 years old. I had to call Daddy Yankee and them niggas, man. Niggas <laughs> nah, Tego, Tego, Tego. Tego by that on. So look, so I go to Puerto Rico. My Aunt Didi is watching me. She kept me in the crib all day. We in the apartment. I'm like, Didi, Didi, take me to the pool. Take me to the pool. <laughs> take me to the pool. There's nobody there. It's like, there's nobody in the pool. She's with her homegirl. They stay on the, the chairs. I jump in the pool. I'm like, yo, I got to take a shit. I'm like, yo, I'm not telling her because if she make us go back upstairs, we're going to stay upstairs and she's not going to bring me back down. She used to abuse. She used to be like, I used to be like, Titi, I'm thirsty. She's like, drink your spit. Drink your spit, motherfucker. So I knew. So I knew for a fact she wasn't bringing me back down if we went upstairs. So I'm like, all right. You by I, I was by myself in the pool, all by myself. Big ass pool in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I said, yo, if I take a shit, it's going to sink. What? So I thought. That's what I thought. He'd take heavy right? shit. How old were you? I was like 11. <laughs> so I, boom, take the shit, bink. Nah, shit, float up. <laughs> he said he took a shit, that shit said, boom. Nah, nah. He said, bink. He said, bink like a rock. Bink, bink. So look, I took the shit, the shit floats to the top and just, if this is the water, it's like this. You, know you, mean, you mean take it out? Yeah, you I tried to like scoop. push it down or whatever. Yo, you got to do yo, the water I'm scoop. Like, nah, there's a it mug. Wasn't he got the shitty and there's game. There's a mug in the water. Like, nah, he's trying, to, he's trying to drown. No, there was a little, you know, Puerto Rico got the little wild dogs or whatever running around. There's a little dog running around. I knew they was going to see it. You know, she was talking with her homegirl. She ain't noticed it at the time. So I said, she's going to see it. So I, I said, the dog's running around the pool. I said, yo, Titi, look, look, the dog took a shit in the pool. It was like, yeah, right, you took a shit in the pool. Eh. I was like, yeah. You shouldn't have said nothing. You shouldn't have said nothing. You just kept your mouth shut. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> all right, what's up? I was doing the Fight Club shit, right? I was the champ, all of that. So D12, that was Eminem's group, they started throwing battles in Detroit. And calling it Detroit Fight Club. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Proof and Bazaar from D12, rest in peace to Proof, um, called me up. And but at that time, they was this is when they first came out. This is Eminem's group. They were platinum all that. I was like, yo, you know that these guys are like, I was like ecstatic that real rappers was called. Yo, I would stay on the phone with Proof for hours. Like he was just talk, he was the realest, like cool individual. Every time I went to Detroit, held me down like official. Like when you was with him, you was good money. So this particular time, um, they was like, yo, we setting up a battle for this specific date. I was like, I right, bet. I guess the real Fight Club dudes found out and called me up and was like, yo, yo, don't go over there. We're going to pay you $1,000 to not go over there. 
So I was like, alright, I rented a van, told all my peoples, and before we left to Detroit, I stopped by the fight club. I was like, yeah, I'm not going, let me get that bread. They shorted me, they gave me like $800 or whatever, they shorted me like 200 I went, this was like, yeah, this was like, this was like in the early 2000s. I was fucked up on wild drugs. You know what I'm saying? I, I was robbing everybody, scheming on everybody, everything moving. I had no morals, values, none of that. You I didn't give a fuck. Anyway? So I took the 800 right before I left to Detroit. Oh, that was your dorm. That was my money to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now listen. You schemed it out? Like, yeah. Take that, Brian. Yeah, yeah, facts. I was like, damn, I ain't got no bread to go. I already, you know, I was like, I, when they offered me that, I was like, all right, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stop by tomorrow morning and come get it. And they gave you a rack, you did you, you not work? Nah, I still would have went. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, they showed you Detroit bread. Yeah, yeah. But they was, nah, but they was fixing battles anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was doing me, but I feel like they started doing me dirty, especially after that point when they seen that I actually went to Detroit. So I picked up the money. So with that money, I bought mad cocaine and mad Xanax. So it's an yeah. eight-hour eight ride from New York to Detroit. Around that time, we got a van, like a church van. All my peoples are sitting in the chairs. I'm sitting in the back with the luggages for eight hours. Damn. Sniffing coke, popping Xanax. Damn. Sniffing coke, popping Xanax. The whole eight hours. We get there. I don't remember nothing else from the three days we were there. I met Alchemist. Shit. I met Razzcast. Years later, when I met them again, I was like, yo, pleasure meeting you guys. Yo, Alchemist, you my favorite. He was like, bro, we was hanging out in Detroit. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Shit, I remember. Blur, right? Yo, not a blur. Gone. No memory. Gone. At all. He even forgot only his raps I, for yo, the battle. Only thing I do remember is as soon as we get to the hotel, I just pass out from Bash. that. I stay sleeping the whole three days. Only remember one thing. We go, us going to eat. I'm in IHOP, we're all eating, I order mad pancakes and all of that, and I just remember waking up with mad, sh in the pancakes, like this, like, uh, with mad syrup all over yeah. my face, I was with my rapper friends, but what you, what could you do, they can't do nothing, they can't make me, you know, I passed out in the fucking thing, they, from my man Dayton tells me, yo, I, we went into a 7-Eleven, you ordered like $70 worth of shit, put it on the counter, and forgot to, that you got it, and just walked back in the van. And I was like, alright, so I don't remember any of this. If it wasn't taped, like there's a thing called Who Wanna Battle? I battled this dude, Marv One, my man. Shout out to Marv One. I wouldn't remember that I did that shit. They woke me up, like kinda like weekend that Bernie's me to the battle. I battled one of my most classic battles. I've I bodied it. You know don't what even saying? remember that shit at don't all. Don't remember none of it. That's crazy. Left and came and was passed out in the van. I remember just waking up back home and not even remember I went to Detroit. And it was like some epic shit. This is like in the beginning of my career when like, yeah, when I had the Blazers jersey on, like I'm mad skinny. I'm I'm like wilding out in the battle, but all my bars is on point. You know what I'm saying? The whole crowd is going crazy. I have no crazy. memory. If it wasn't taped, I wouldn't even remember that I went. That's fucking nuts. And, uh... Yeah, that, 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 you know, and ever, and when I came back, I, you know, obviously it turned into a DVD, so the real Fight Club dudes knew that I went. After that, it was a rap, I started right? losing almost every battle at Fight Club. I lost yeah. like the, the next like four battles. For 800, for 800. Yeah, because yeah. they was just like, no matter, oh, even if I win. Because there was a time that I won a battle, I battled this kid named Scarchild, 
right? And I remember the three judges. One was Bazaar from D12. One was, do you remember Jaquan Tipsy? Yeah. They had um, the producers, the track yeah. boys. So I always would bet on myself. I, I won the, like, when, I, when I, I put up like 500 on myself or whatever the case. And then after the battle, it was like, yo, Scar Child won it. Yo, the dude from the track boys came out out of his own pocket, took like 500, 800,000, whatever it was, and put it on the table. It was like, yo, all three of us just voted for you to win, and they called his name. Here, take your money. I, I, don't, I don't get down like that. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, in front of everybody. The judges. You know what I'm saying, right? So, so they, they wanted they, they Yeah, fixed. they was fixing battles. Wow. They lose after that. It was like, yeah, all right, you got us. We're going to get, get you, you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, that's the way I was living back then, and that's why I don't even do anything. That's why I move. How I move now with such like, if it's my word, I stand by it, it. Yeah. and I do the right yeah. things for the right reasons. Like if I go into the store right now and my shit is two dollars, and I give them a ten dollar bill and they give me change for a twenty, I let them know. Like yo, hey, you gave me extra. You know what I'm saying? That shit always comes back to you. And the calm, the bad karma that I raked up back in those days is so much that I'm just trying to fill it back up with good karma. You know yeah, you're a good motherfucker. Cause if I give him twenty dollars or I give him ten dollars <laughs> and he give me twenty dollars change. I don't give a fuck what the karma is. I'll be like, lie to action, you sucker motherfucker. Give me that $20. Your that's past it. don't define you, though, man. Fuck Facts. that. Everything that's in your past don't define who you are. It's a new day. And you can choose to do whatever you want because the devil is a liar with the cleverest fronts. That was Outside with Gorilla Nems episode... Episode 5. Shout out to Pod. Shout out to Six. Shout out to my man Uber, a.k.a. Live Action. He will be a recurring guest. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole Coney Island. Shout out to the world famous FYL store. Will be open by the time this comes out. FYL.NYC. Get your motherfucking merch. Shout out Revolt. Shout out Monster. Shout out Revolt, though. Bing bong. We out of here. Yo, can I open this? Nope. Oh, shit. Don't ever disrespect me. Ever, 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 ever disrespect Ever, ever, ever disrespect me. Pussy. Don't ever disrespect me, you are. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.